Well, what? Well, what, what? I thought it was going to start recording before that. Ah. But that is not a thing that happened. All right. Whenever you're ready, go for a liftoff. Hello, and welcome to Funny Stuff, a comedy podcast about comedy. My name is Griffin, and I'm joined, as always, by my brother, co-host, and partner in stupidity, Holden. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> This week, we are taking a look at Dimitri Martin's 2018 comedy special, The Overthinker, which is available on Netflix. But before we get into that, Griffin, what is your current hyperfixation? Currently, I am hyperfixated on Fallout. Fallout. Specifically, Fallout New Vegas. Interesting. It's. Do you have Fallout New Vegas? Yes. That's why I'm hyperfixating on it. Okay. I mean, I'm hyperfixated on ga- like I hyperfixated on uh, Jedi Lone Survivor for a week, and I don't own that game. You know what? That's still, fair. Still That's don't fair. own that game yet. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I watched H Bombers got. I watched H Bombers guy. Shut the fuck up. I watched H Bomber guy's video on why Fallout New Vegas is genius, and then I bought it, and then I didn't play it for a very long time, and now I'm playing it. And yeah, it's fucking spectacular. Shout, it's just shout out H bomber guy. Shout shout out H bomber guy. We love you, Harris. Yeah, he's fucking. He makes good shit. And yeah, he's it's really just, funny. Come on the show. Yeah, come on the show, dude. Come on the show. I don't think you're one of our listeners, <laughs> but if you are, feel free to email us at funnystuff.pod <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, but yeah, anyways. It's just an addicting game, and I've just been kind of going through it a bit lately. I've just been extra grouchy, and apparently I'm only happy when I'm playing it. Interesting. It's just... No, honestly, it's just a very good video game RPG, because you like... That is a vibe, though. Yeah. And I like turn-based RPGs, or what some people would call JRPGs, Um, but the thing with Fallout is that you have a lot more, like, actual choice... Right. And you're actually making decisions that have cause and effect. Except for the ending of Fallout 3. Yeah, Fallout 3 is a bullshit game. <laughs> Fallout 3 is bad. I've I've heard I've heard that. Yeah. I played it for 20 minutes. Yeah. And then I was like, "Eh. Eh. Play New Vegas though. New Vegas is awesome." Eh. It's a lot more fun. I don't have PS3 anymore. <laughs> you know what? You're right. You don't. You have it. Yeah, but like you can also just Say hey, I want to borrow it or I want it back for a bit. I mean, I could also just buy it on my PC. You could also, you also, yeah, you also but do that have requires spending money that I do not have. Anyway, how about some context? How about some context? How about that context? Dimitri Evan Martin or Dimitrios Evangelos Martin. That is <laughs> apparently how the Greek. They they have his name in Greek as well, but I can't read Greek. I, I don't I don't speak that language. Um, he is an American comedian, actor, writer, director, cartoonist, and musician. Uh, he was a contributor con- contributor. Want to try that again? No. Uh, on the Daily Show, uh, he is known for deadpan delivery in his stand up using his guitar. He also has uh. Some cartoon works. He is Ice Bear in We Bear Bears. He voices Ice Bear. I think he's I also, knew I think that, he's like, like a creative director on that show. I think I knew that, but like that also feels like a revelation. It's also not surprising, like hearing. No, it's his not voice. surprising at all. 
Uh, shortly after leaving law school is when he started his stand-up career in 1997. That's a wild-ass sentence, that, I that know. That sure is a sentence. Uh, he caught his like first big break in 2003, and then in 2004, he... You sound like me today. I'm having a stroke. I've had a long day, and it's only 6 <laughs> o'clock. Um, he released... He had... Uh, he has albums and specials. He has uh, one, two, three. He has six currently out, and he has the date of his seventh special is uh, to be announced. Uh, but he started with If If I in two thousand four, and then he had another one two thousand six, two thousand seven, then twenty twelve, twenty fifteen, and then the Overthinker is his most recent one in twenty eighteen. Uh, he had his own show. He's released four books, two of them art collections, two of them like uh, one of them is called This is a Book. Another one is called Nineteen and a Half Stories. So let's just dive in. This was a weird one. This is a weird one. I liked it. Yeah. Overall, no. I think I'd say I really liked it. Overall, it was pretty damn good. It was just very bizarre it really was kind of like looking into his mind yeah i do think that that is just that's just his steez i think that's just dimitri martin because everything i've seen of his is like that that's kind of how it is yeah this he's just this kind of fucking weird dude very deadpan extremely deadpan which i like because i like like Stephen wright <laughs> King he has that, is a very, you know, he's if you don't know who Stephen Wright is, he's the com the comedian who talks like this, and he says stupid one liners like I can levitate birds, but nobody cares. I can read minds, but I'm illiterate. I think that's actually a Mitch Hedberg joke to read minds, but I'm illiterate. <laughs> but that same kind of thing, like early Mitch Hedberg is also very deadpan with one liners. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he got more comfortable on stage, he he became a lot more. A lot less deadpan, I should say. But I, he had a lot of really good, dumb. This lines. was a super dumb special. So so stupid. A lot so of the jokes fun. were just fu- were either just weird ruminations of this strange man's mind, or just some dumb shit. And both were fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was like he kind of has narration. Yeah, I couldn't tell, and I wanted to see if you had any insight on it. Do you think that's... Sorry, I blew into the mic a little too hard. Do you think that that is playing while like he's walking around? Like, Do you think the audience can hear it, or do you think that was strictly an in-post thing? I don't know, because a lot of the stuff was definitely in-post. Because he also like flashes these drawings he made on... Uh on screen and like clearly those were added in post well yeah but i don't think they sounded dubbed for sure right they definitely were but i'm wondering do you think that they just put a cleaner better audio in for the special and when he was performing that live on like the house pa that was being projected to the audience i don't think so Okay. I don't think so. I, you know, obviously, I have no way of confirming this, but if it were me, 
then it would be then it kind of feels like what he was going for was the filmed special that was released on Netflix is a different experience than seeing him live. Uh-huh. Because he has a little bit more Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not control, but there's a freedom. Bit, freedom a bit more freedom of expression, I guess. Mhm in something that's edited and workshopped as opposed or edited and filmed as opposed to your stand up routine which obviously is a form of self expression am i making sense at all um i think so it's making sense to me so my point is because it's filmed and you can edit it and you can add things to it it gives a bit more creative freedom than just being a dude on stage talking. Right. And I think he used the medium, the difference between the mediums of live performance and film to do something different with his special. I think that's what he did. That's at least what I would have done, but not not saying that I would do something like that. Right. But like if I were going for this kind of thing, this is what I would have done. Again, that's just me. Mhm. Yeah, that is that is an interesting point. Obviously, I have no way of confirming this. Right, right. Um more about like his style. I really liked his style of like short short jokes he had a couple yeah. of longer stories in there but mostly like one one-liners one of my favorite comedians i definitely would say is mitch hedberg yeah i got a lot of mitch hedberg vibes yeah. watching this um and i like that like one-liner style of comedy because like i think he also like mixes in that like make you think comedy with like because for me one-liner comedy is always so like nonsensical and stupid because like, like Stephen Mitch Wright. Hedberg or, or Stephen Wright. Um, but his had a little more like make you think. Yeah. I, I don't like remember. The donut a... donut hole. Yeah. Paradox. I think like that's actually what kind of like got me. Cause I, when yeah. we were, when we were starting this special out, I didn't love it. I wasn't super into it. I thought, okay, this might be another kind of average, boring special. But then he did the donut paradox, and <laughs> it's such a funny sentence. Or the donut hole paradox, or what the fuck ever we want to call it. Right. And that kind of got me thinking. I was like, wait, hang on. That's <laughs> he just pointed out that you know we call the thing we cut out donut holes, like Munchkins. For those of you who know what a Dunkin' Donuts is. Mm-hmm. We call munchkins donut holes, but they're the thing we cut out. The donut still has a hole in it. Yeah. It's so... I just... And there was another joke where you were like, oh, that was on a bit of a delay. That you had to think about that one. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was, but I remember I you kind of had to think about it. I don't remember fully either. It's interesting because it wasn't... It was one-liners, yeah, but it wasn't like puns. Right. And um, it was... It was a lot of weird, just weird observations and weird witticisms. And he would just say one little joke, move on to another little joke, move on to another little joke. None of them would be related. Then he's talking a longer story. Then he's doing more little stupid jokes. Mm -hmm. Then he does like another weird, almost non sequiturious bit. 
like he gets on a guitar or he brings out drawings. Yeah. Um, which I like because, you know, you think a lot with like comedy and you're like, oh, a prop comic or like a musical comic, like comedians have like gimmicks and stuff. And I kind of like that, like he has multiple gimmicks, which kind of eliminates that they are gimmicks. Does that make sense? Kind of like, like, like Carrot Top's whole thing, like how Carrot Top became like super famous was that he was a prop comic. That was his gimmick. Or like Gallagher or Gallagher or I guess Weird Al. Well, Weird Al would be like a musical comedian. Yeah. Or like uh, Bo Burnham or Stephen Lynch, I think his name is. He's like whenever I would say like, oh, I kind of like musical comedy. And people in our family would be like, ooh, try Stephen Lynch. And then I'd listen to like two of his songs. And I'm like, oh, this guy fucking sucks. <laughs> um, I haven't listened to any of his stuff anytime recently, so I can't I can't say if I was right or wrong about that. Um. But I like that he has like these gimmicky ass things in it, but they don't feel super gimmicky. Gimmicky, like they, they feel they feel pretty organic because this is such a scatterbrained, oh yeah, stream of consciousness kind of special. Anyways, I would describe Dimitri Martin definitely as a very intelligent person who is. A goofy ass bitch <laughs> at the same time. And I love that for him. Yeah, no, that that seems to be kind of the niche he's going for. Like, you know, I, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of something a little more poignant other than just calling him a goofy ass bitch. Other than just calling him a complete goofball. Because, like, there's definitely intelligence and, you know, he's not much of a storyteller. He tells, he, he's clearly capable of it, but he's much more comfortable just kind of rattling off these non sequiturs oh, uh, over and over again oh, to, yeah. to different points as opposed to unified bits or like full stories or even like callbacks or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Very, um, that's what I'm looking for. Very much to the beat of his own drum. Oh, yeah. Uh, so then we're going to take a quick break and move on to favorite, least favorite bit. Ads. Here's ads. And then I said... I can believe it's not butter. <laughs> My friend was telling me that he wanted to make a podcast and he can't figure it out. Like he's never heard of Anchor. Anchor is the best way to start a podcast. It's free to use and provides recording and editing tools you can use straight from your smartphone or computer. When you upload to Anchor, they distribute your podcast to many platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And, with no minimum listenership, you can make money on your own podcast. Make your own podcast with the free Anchor app or by going to anchor.fm today. And we are back. My girl got a yeast infection. Make bread with that. Call it whole grain. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I hope I die. I hope you die. I hope everyone who has ever eaten bread dies. So like 90% of the planet. So, did you have a least favorite bit? Not really. Yeah, I was about to say the fact that you were you kind of took a big pause there, uh, 
kind of proves kind of goes to show that there wasn't anything that really stuck out as I mean there were like jokes in there that I didn't love yeah there were jokes in there like, that I didn't like laugh at but I that doesn't really that thing was really bad it was just yeah. kind of not it just didn't hit me the the way uh it just didn't hit me how some of the other jokes hit me yeah I. I can definitely say that there were jokes in there that I didn't like, but I can also say that like it it doesn't really matter because I I don't really remember them. Yeah. So they weren't good jokes obviously, but they were bad enough to where like I didn't like them, but not so bad that they stuck out as hilariously bad. So yeah. What was your favorite bit? I'm stuck between his guitar, uh, when he comes out with a guitar and he sings the songs like Facts or whatever the fuck he called it. Unusual Facts. Unusual Facts, thank you. Uh, or when he brings out the drawings mm. with, um, like he brings out the big sketch pad on stage. Mm-hmm. I don't know which I liked more. Those were both very, very good. Neither of those are my favorite bit, but between the two, I would definitely say I liked the drawings one better. Although the guitar, the guitar thing, the unusual facts was very good. Um, I was saying while we were watching it that like the guitar wasn't necessary for that bit, but it didn't really like kill that bit for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that if he didn't even bring the guitar out and he was like, I'd like to share with you just a bunch of unusual facts. And then he went through that entire like list of facts again because he didn't really sing he just kind of talked melodically i actually don't know if i agree with you i think that bit kind of needed the guitar to i mean for one thing it made the bit a little different a a little different than the rest of the special Mm -hmm. and it uh what's what i'm looking for It 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 set it apart from the rest of the special and it Fuck, what is the word I'm looking for? It had that certain je ne sais quoi. I mean, I guess, because I can't really... I, I, I'm unable to think... Maybe my brain is just shutting down. Um, Could be. But I think it set it apart from the rest of the special, and I think it just added a little bit of flavor to it, as opposed to just being more non-sequiturs. Mm-hmm. Well, what was your favorite bit? Honestly, it's the story he has about the diner. Oh, at the at the end? Yeah. Um I think that's I just think it's funny. I like I that feels like very traditional comedy cuz it is like, you know, oh, I was at a diner with my wife the other day and we were doing <laughs> this thing. <laughs> um so it's very I thought I saw a bug. There was, it's very traditional comedy, and I think that it shows that he can do that well. I think that for the most part, there are exceptions to the rule, but for the most part, I think if you're going to be a comedian, even if you aren't doing that like traditional, so is that the grocery store the other day, or what's the deal with airline food kind of spits? <laughs> 
even if that's like not going to be your style, even if you're more of like a one-liner guy or, or like a Bo Burnham, or like a Bo Burnham, I think you still, I think that's like a fundamental of comedy to me. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm, that's I'm, like a fundamental skill. Like being able to turn an average everyday experience into something funny. Yeah. Like, like with cooking, you know, you, you might not need to, to like know how to, to make certain things, but they're still like fundamental building blocks or like any, any instrument, like to, to be a good guitar player. Like, do you need to know how to do like bar chords? Like, no, you can just do like power chords, like a lot of six or successful rather than good. A lot of successful bands <laughs> um, have very, very simplistic music. <laughs> Well, this is what this is also like a shot at bands that I've been listening to a lot of Blink One Eighty Two recently. This is I, I had a feeling this was a shot at Blink. That's fucking funny. Um, I don't think that their music is bad though. It depends on the album. Anyway, that's a whole other can of worms. We're not going to get into. Right <laughs> um, but from what I can tell, as a layman and someone who doesn't play guitar, a lot of their guitar pieces, you know how the bass plays and how the guitar plays. Very simplistic. A lot of power chords. There are a couple of songs where they have some interesting stuff. Like, um, What's My Age Again actually has some pretty interesting guitar. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't think you need to be, like, able to play Mozart on your guitar to be You don't need to be successful. Te- yeah, you don't need, you to, need to be technically to be skilled. But, like, it's always... You can get surprisingly far with the basics or with your own kind of stuff. Yeah, which I think... Yeah, that's the same thing with comedy, but I also think like if we're talking about like good comedians in a more objective, they have that. Thing, they have they that. Have that like, Those scale. good fundamentals. Yeah, yeah, I think good yeah. fundamentals are always good to have because you can always fall back on them. Exactly. Exactly. So Holden, yeah, out of ten donuts with and without their holes, what would you rate the special? I'd give it. I'd comfortably sit it at an eight. I'd give it a seven just because okay. I didn't, I didn't, I thought it was good. I thought it was exceptional. If anything, um, it wasn't a hundred percent for me, but it also definitely got some pretty good laughs out of me. I, I definitely enjoyed it, but I don't know if I'd necessarily return to it. I think I probably would return to it. Maybe like down way down the road. I I I'm excited to see more from Dimitri Martin as well. Yeah, I we'll, I we'll cover think, him obviously more. Yeah, in the future, I, I, but I don't know if I'm necessarily a Dimitri Martin fan, but I'm definitely looking forward to covering more of his stuff if it's anything like this. I would say that I am a fan of what I have seen because I've seen some. I haven't seen any other full specials, but I've heard some of his bits. Just like I used to listen to like comedy radio on Pandora, mm-hmm. and I've heard some of his bits. And I found them funny back then, so I feel like I would still kind of find them funny. Um, so, yeah, I, I would definitely say that. Well, that brings us to the end of talking about the special. But before we go, Holden, what funny this week? <sighs> so, I don't know if I ever talked about it on the show. Probably not, because it didn't really seem like a thing to talk about on the show. But I went sober for this past summer. So from June 1st to August 31st, I wasn't drinking. Um, I'm not going to get into why I'm back to drinking 
<laughs> I'm okay. Don't worry about me. But we'll leave it at that. Um. Now, I get this from. I'm gonna put her. I'm gonna. I'm gonna expose her. But I get this from our mother. <laughs> uh, that when I drink, I get. I turn into very much a kleptomaniac. <laughs> if I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i don't know why i didn't put two and two together until you just said that <laughs> i when i am out in public drinking or at someone else's house drinking i steal shit <laughs> um usually i i i don't i haven't done it much with our friend's house because there's not really anything i can steal from our friends that like You'd feel okay doing. Yeah, I mean, well, I'd probably steal, like, a little houseplant from, <laughs> from like, some of them. Um, but for the most part, there's, like, nothing I would, like, really want to steal from my friends. It'd be, like, really hard to steal from my friends as mm-hmm. well. Um, so I haven't really done it in a while, and plus I haven't been drinking. But <laughs> last weekend <laughs> was the start of September. Which means I was able to drink again. So, my friend Jeremy was was back from school. He was only away for like a week or a week or so. Um, but he was back, and I was like, "Let's hang out." Like I haven't had any like one on one time. I feel like I got like no one on one time with you before you left. Let's hang out. And he's like, "Word, what do you want to do?" I was like, "I don't know. Are you cool with driving around and me being drunk the entire time?" And he was like, "Sure am." <laughs> So we're hanging out and we decide to go mini golfing at this place down south. Mini Wait, where golfing. down south? You say down south where you don't think you told me where this was. Uh it, it was Callaways. Oh, you did say it was Callaways. Yeah. yeah. Um so <laughs> we were I was like, what if we went mini golfing or go-karts or something? And he was like we are not going go-karts with the state you are in right now. And I was like, why not? That's safe, drunk driving. And I he disagree. Said, no. And I was like, fuck you, you fucking buzzkill. I'm with Jeremy on this one. Oh, yeah. I'm Now that I am sober, yeah, it was a fucking terrible idea. Oh, yeah, I've been drinking all day. Let me just get behind a car with, like, a shitty seatbelt and no face protection or head protection at all. Um. And then let me be on a track with a bunch of children. You know, those people who don't have licenses and don't know what they're doing. <laughs> um, and then we started talking about Blackbeard's Cave, which has since shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, let's go mini golfing. And then I recommend, I was like, oh, Callaway's. That's not that far from here. They have mini golfing. I think they also have go-karts and other stuff. And he's like, we're not doing go-karts. <laughs> so I'd say you were determined. We get there. Callaway's also is a bar. Mm-hmm. Turns out, since COVID, they stopped doing, like, the batting cages, the arcade, the go-karts. The arcade is now a secondary bar. They still have the driving range, which is, like, fucked up. And they still have the mini-golf. Now, the thing about the mini-golf is no one is watching over there. (laughs) (laughs) That's usually how mini-golfs... But they don't even have... Like, there's not even a person that you go up to and you're like, hey, can I get, like, two games? They have a vending machine. Oh. So a game is $5 still, which is a great fucking value for yeah, any game. No, that's not bad at all. $5 you throw into this vending machine, you hit a button, you get your your ball. You go play mini golf. 
we were having fun for a little while. I started getting more rowdy and wild. <laughs> and we found... So this place is, like, totally untouched. Like, they don't do anything for it. And I remember old Callaway's mini golf. They used to have, like, waterfalls and and moving parts and stuff. All the water is gone. Like, it's not even like the waterfall has been turned off. The water... The fucking lake is empty. There's nothing They in drained there. it. They drained it. Um, which is really fucking funny. And I have this really fun little quirk that I do every time I play mini golf and I find an extra ball. I like to quote our Lord and Savior... George W. Bush <laughs> with watch this drive. And then I <laughs> hit I hit with the putter. I hit the golf ball as far and as hard as I can. And it usually isn't far because I don't know how to play golf. <laughs> and it's a um, putter. And it's a putter. But <laughs> I don't know how we got hey, you know, you say that it's nine eleven today as we record yeah, this. Yeah, so happy nine eleven. That's getting edited out. <laughs> <laughs> um But Jesus, look at that laugh on the capture. Uh, I don't know what possessed me other than rum. Um, (laughs) But so we found a couple of extra golf clubs, just like people who had played and they just threw their golf club to the side and they never like put it back. Um, And I always felt, you know, I always feel a little bit bad. And I picked it up and I was like, you know, I picked up this yellow one, which... (laughs) Is in my room now. And you can think, see where this is a spoiler where this story is going. Yeah, the yellow one is a lot smaller than the ones that we were using. It's meant for like littler kids. And I was like, hey Jeremy, you want to see something funny? And he was like, What are you gonna do? Don't throw <laughs> don't don't throw it. Because I had I had it like over my head. And I was like, You wanna see something funny? I was like holding it over my head like an like a battle axe. And he was like, don't fucking throw it. Like, that's like, you're being wild and crazy and that's fun and funny, but that's going to be too much. Like, we're going to get kicked out. You're going to break someone's car window. It's going to be a whole problem. I was like, I'm not going to throw it, Jeremy. And then I immediately just took it and shoved it down my pants. (laughs) The problem is that the the head of the putter was out of my belt, keeping it from falling just fully in my pants. And then the handle was down my leg. The problem is when you put that putter with the handle at, my pant line the stick the handle goes past my knee so i was walking like i had no mobility in my one (laughs) knee for the rest of the thing to be subtle and then when we got to the last hole i was like i'm keeping this no one's no one's around and he was like what the yellow one i was like no the red one which, (laughs) which is the one that i was actually using and i was like whatever we're done so i put it in my pants and then i like waddled like i had like i shat my pants (laughs) and we were parked we were parked we were parked as far away from the golf course as we could be and as close to the where everyone was (laughs) so i had to like be really subtle and then i got in the car and like basically took my pants off (laughs) and then and and held them in, in the car. And now I have them. They're both in my room. I also technically, I mean, if you want I I take a golf ball. Yeah, I did take a golf ball too. I technically didn't steal it. Cause I paid for that golf. ball, <laughs> But I just didn't play the last hole. Also, I did hit a hole in one during that entire time. Be very impressed by me. Cause I'm very good at mini golf. It would seem. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. 
Thank you so, so, so much for listening. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, great thoughts, personal epiphanies, requests, or recommendations, feel free to reach out to us at funnystuff.pod at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at funny.stuff.pod. Holden, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, the dying dumpster fire. Get on there before it is fully gone. Uh, at donut daddy, donut underscore daddy. I tweet stupid shit. Sometimes I retweet stupid shit a lot. <laughs> and we will be back next week with Ron White. If you keep, if you quit listening, I'll shut up, which is available on Netflix. Be an interesting one. Th- once again, thank you so, so, so much for listening. And we will see you next time on the clown show. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.